0: The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 33 is entitled, Title 9, The Disentitlement of Women, Part
1: 2. This podcast is a continuation of Part 1. If you have not downloaded Podcast 32, Part 1, may we recommend that you do so before continuing this one. It gives the necessary background. These two podcasts are an analysis of a letter written in 2016 under the Obama administration enforcing Title IX to impose transgender rights of other rights of women who are uncomfortable sharing their private spaces with biological men identifying as women. This podcast is a continuation of that analysis.
0: Schools Receiving
1: Federal Money In other words, all schools who receive federal money are being implicitly bullied into compliance or they will lose their funding. That gives one person, the President of the United States, the power to use taxpayer money to enforce his personal agenda. He is not held accountable to the people, the Congress, or the Supreme Court.
0: The school must treat the student consistent with the student's gender identity.
1: That empowers students over administration, making the administration helpless. Any student can arbitrarily declare his or her gender and thus get his teacher in trouble for disrespecting their rights. Any student who has a personal grudge against a teacher has enormous power over that teacher. Our teachers are now tyrannized by their students. We discipline teachers, not students. If you doubt it, let me invite you to spend a day in the classroom. The agenda of the left is to empower all those who support their policies, regardless of right and wrong, justice, fairness, or even decency or public safety. For gender is not absolute, as nature demands. Gender identity can potentially change from one day to the next on a whim, simply because of government empowerment. Teachers cannot assume a boy is a boy, or a girl is a girl. They cannot even use personal pronouns without permission. Potentially, they must wait to be informed by the student on a daily basis what his or her present gender status is. But Title IX also opens the door for males to freely enter a woman's private space.
0: Access sex-segregated facilities consistent with their gender identity.
1: It is not consistent with their gender. It is consistent with their gender identity, which can change from moment to moment. Male students, simply by declaring female gender identity, have a free access to girls' bathrooms, showers, and other private facilities. Men can compete on equal terms in women's sports, thus denying women potential success. It is a biological fact that in some sports, track, football, basketball, hockey, etc., that biological men are superior to biological women, regardless of declared gender. Keep in mind who is being empowered here, teenagers for one thing, who by their nature are immature and filled with mischief. In this instance, it provides an open door to very harmful mischief. Every parent should revolt against such gross injustice to the delicacy of young people who deserve our protection. In addition, there is no age set. Imagine the worst because it will happen. They ignore the feelings of young, impressionable adolescents who are already plagued with personal insecurities. And of course, language is now under attack, even personal pronouns. Those who control language control thought. To control one's thoughts and one's conscience is the road to absolute power. Theoretically, even in education, in the future, it will be impossible to communicate through language. For an analogy, let's turn to George Orwell's 1984. Appleforth has just been thrown into prison for inadvertently using the word God. Winston, who has also been in prison, talks to his former friend.
0: Ah, oh, Smith, he said, you two, what are you in for? To tell you the truth, he sat down awkwardly on the bench opposite Winston. There is only one offense, is there not? And have you committed it? Apparently, I have. He put his hand to his forehead and pressed his temple for a moment, as though he were trying to remember something. These things happen, he began vaguely. I have been able to recall one instance, a possible instance. It was an indiscretion, undoubtedly. We were producing a definitive edition of the poems of Kipling. I allowed the word God to remain at the end of a line. I could not help it. He added almost indignantly, raising his face to look at Winston. It was impossible to change the line. The rhyme was Rod. Do you realize that there are only twelve rhymes to Rod in the entire language? For days I had racked my brains. There was no other rhyme. The expression on his face changed. The annoyance passed out of it, and for a moment he looked almost pleased a sort of intellectual warmth, the joy of the pedant who had found out some useless fact shone through the dirt and scrubby hair. "'Has it ever occurred to you,' he said, "'that the whole history of English poetry has been determined by the fact that the English language lacks rhymes?' "'No, that particular thought had never occurred to Winston.' nor in the circumstances did it strike him as very important or interesting. Do you know what time of day it is? he said. Ampleforth looked startled again. I had hardly thought about it. They arrested me. It could be two days ago, perhaps three. His eyes flitted round the walls, as though he half expected to find a window somewhere. There is no difference between night and day in this place. I do not see how one can calculate the time.
1: Like Amphphor, it is potentially possible that we won't know exactly what we said to bring us under the condemnation of Big Brother, but we will know that somehow it was our own fault. I have a copy of the New Testament in Psalms, an inclusive version, in which the feminist authors remove all references to God as an exclusive male figure. God is referred to as he or she. All other Bible passages considered by the left as offensive are rewritten. The Son of Man is replaced with the Human One.
0: Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Human One has nowhere to lie down and sleep.
1: The inclusive Bible went to great lengths to leave out gender. They converted Christianity's favorite scripture into the Tower of Babel.
0: For God so loved the world that God gave God's only child, so that everyone who believes in that child may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the child into the world to condemn the world, but in order that through the child the world might be saved. Those who believe in the child are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only child of God.
1: Satire is based on hyperbole. However, hyperbole has a ring of truth. Just a short time ago, had someone written a novel where one could be condemned by the Justice Department for not calling a girl a boy, or not calling a boy a girl, it would have been considered satire. The left is systematically removing all rights. In 2014, the Houston mayor, Anise Parker, required ministers to submit their sermons to be expurgated or censored, particularly if they contained language critical of gay issues. The
0: city of Houston has issued subpoenas demanding a group of pastors turn over any sermons dealing with homosexuality, gender identity, to Annis Parker, the city's first openly lesbian mayor. And those ministers who fail to comply could be held in contempt of court.
1: We can learn something from the above. How is it that Title IX began as a women's rights issue? but ended by perverting the very identity of women and taking away all of their rights. How can they pretend to be sympathetic to women when they don't even know what a woman is? They're not protecting women's rights. They're protecting the rights of men, any man, regardless of intent, who dresses as a woman and uses those rights to invade and even violate the privacy and person, and safety of women. Title IX, as interpreted today, is the greatest injustice and violation of human rights this country has ever known. Civil rights, as presented today, have nothing to do with rights. It has everything to do with power. The end goal is ultimate power. When power is the issue, one day they will champion you, the next day they will crush you, as is happening in the name of rights. You cannot judge a person's intent by what they say. You can only judge a person's intent by what they do. If we continue to allow the left to use political correctness as a weapon, They will destroy the Bill of Rights. They will destroy the Constitution. They will use the power of government, including the Justice Department, the FBI, and even the Supreme Court, as they did with Title IX, to destroy the balance of power, take over our government, and destroy our democratic republic. That is the goal. That is the end game. Look beyond the words and look at the consequences. Parents who go before school boards and complain are now called domestic terrorists. And are visited by the FBI in bulletproof vests and dragged from their homes. We must awaken our yawning Congress, regardless of the silly rhetoric. People's consciousness is not being heightened; rather, they are being anesthetized till they are past feeling.